I'm going to touch on the overtime win for the Cowboys against Oral Roberts, but then it's all bedlam. First, key factors to winning, and then a couple of my predictions, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I hope you all had a fabulous Thanksgiving. I know I did. I am thankful for Jim Knowles, as I'm sure all of you are. That's really all I came to say. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. You can find me on Saturday in Stillwater. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. So the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball team grabbed an overtime win against Oral Roberts University earlier on Friday, only a few days after having a total and complete in-sync game, the Cowboys fell out of sync against ORU. They just weren't playing their best basketball, and that's going to happen. The positive to take from that, it seems that the Cowboys can clinch a win even when they aren't playing their best, best basketball. And I think that's super important, very, very crucial to especially a fast-paced sport like basketball where everything matters, every second matters, to be able to come out of games like that with a win is huge. Pulling out tight wins, key, the schedule is about to get super hard, starting first with Wichita State, an NCAA tournament caliber team. So the teams we're about to face, I think, four of the next five games for the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball team are going to be tough matchups. We need to be playing total and complete basketball games, no turnovers, hitting our shots, doing what we need to do on offense and defense. The depth of this Oklahoma State basketball team shined again on Friday. They just have so much on that bench. Mike Boynton has a, a full of Ray. Like you're looking at your Thanksgiving table and you're like, look at all these options. That's how Mike Boynton is looking at his bench right now. He has so many options and so many different play styles that he can throw out on the court at any given moment. So the depth of our bench shined again against ORU. Bryce Williams and Isaac Likely showed out. We had that veteran presence that's so important, especially to teams that are kind of all new to each other. While they're not necessarily new to college basketball, they're all still getting used to each other. Bryce Williams and Likely doing what they needed to do both on offense and defense. Likely had by far his best game on the offensive side of the ball on the offensive side of the ball. 13 points, 9 assists and 3 rebounds. He hit his first three-pointer of the season and Bryce Williams played phenomenal defense especially in the second half shutting down ORU's best offensive players. He just did a really good job being in their face, getting in the way, and not letting them, 
you know, get a dribble on him. He played a fantastic defensive game. It was a bad start for the Cowboys. They got off to a rocky start, missed 10 of the, they missed their first 10 shots of the game. That really can't happen as the schedule deepens and as as play this season gets deeper. We're certainly not going to be able to do it against the Big 12 teams. We all know how Big 12 basketball is. It is an absolute feeding frenzy. Anybody can win any week. So we have to make sure that we're coming out immediately and starting well, digging out of that hole. Never going to be easy. It can't happen. It's never going to happen 100% of the time. So luckily we were able to do it today against ORU, but it's it's not always a guarantee. It was a learning experience and one we get to put in the win column, so that's good. They'll get to go back, watch this film, see what kind of happened to start the game. You know, they the players after the game said they knew they didn't play their best game of basketball, didn't execute the plan to the fullest, but they did what they had to do to come away with the win, which I think is the most important part of a fast-paced game like college basketball is just making sure that even when you're not firing in all, on all cylinders, that you and your team can get the job done. The bench play has been fantastic this season. Mike Boynton's doing a great job filtering them in and out of game plans. So I know he'll get these Cowboys back on track. He'll have them playing. We we saw this a little bit last year. We've seen it before where there's sometimes a bit of a stumble to start the season and then getting it all on track and, and really firing on every cylinder of gameplay. So I think Mike Boynton does that again with this team. Like I said, there's a lot of a lot of veteran presence on this team, but not a lot of Oklahoma State veteran presence. And so that's going to be important. Isaac Likely was the only starter to hit double digits, and he was the only starter to play in overtime. So he was certainly a big part of this of this game plan today, and that's the kind of guy he wants to be. He wants to be that leader in the locker room. I think he has all those parts to be that player, and he clearly was today, so great job by him. Congratulations to the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball team for pulling off an overtime win. Next up, the keys to victory against OU, but first... This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. Do you guys feel like I'm telling the story about us playing against OU this weekend? On your first backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. If this is how you're running your business, poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 70,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind fan- uh, a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade to netsuite.com slash locked on in CAA. For making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, it's time. We're diving into Bedlam. And you know what? I'm a nervous wreck. I usually don't go to Bedlam games because it's safer at home on my couch. But I am going to Stillwater on Saturday. I'm very excited. I'm going with my dad. He would like to come on the show and do a podcast with me. So we'll see how that goes. But very excited for the game. I think Oklahoma State really has a chance to win this game. Starting first with Mike Gundy calling a play that's calling a game that is a play to win type of scenario. I hope that he doesn't come out 
and call run after run after run if it's not working. I just want I just want the offense vibing and and to not stall on plays that aren't working. I'm I'm nervous for that. I'm more nervous for Mike Gundy versus Lincoln Riley than I am for the Oklahoma State football team versus the Oklahoma football team. I think that we have better players. I think we have a better uh, play style, but I am concerned about Mike Gundy versus Lincoln Riley. So let's look at the players, the offensive line on both sides of the ball. If either team wants a chance of winning this game, their offensive line is going to have to play really good football. From an Oklahoma State standpoint, their off- the offensive line needs to protect Spencer Sanders. I think that's going to be crucial. I wouldn't be surprised if OU's defensive plan is to put the ball into Spencer Sanders' hands for the game. So I think the offensive line is going to have to show up and play really well. Hopefully we're back at full health. It's going to be crucial to keep him protective. From an OU standpoint, their offensive line is going to have to also play a really good game. We have one of the best pass rushing defenses in college football right now, so they're going to have to do their job protecting their quarterback. But obviously, I'm far more concerned about our offensive offensive line showing up, opening up holes for the run game, and protecting our quarterback, which leads me to quarterback play. Spencer Sanders has been playing some of his best football since becoming an Oklahoma State Cowboy. I'm very excited about the growth that he's been showing, particularly in decision-making, because he's always had the talent. He has the skills both in the running game and the passing game. He's an accurate quarterback. It's just his decision-making has oftentimes uh, left you with a question mark. So he's been playing some of his best football. I'm hoping that that continues against OU. He seems confident. He said exactly what you want your starting quarterback to say. So I was excited to see that. And then on on the other side of the ball, you have Caleb Williams. Oklahoma State has seen some young quarterbacks, some freshman quarterbacks this season, and totally taken 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 <laughs> taken any willpower out of them to run an offense. I hope that we can do that again against Caleb Williams. He's not been playing his best football. You know, when he first came in for Spencer Rattler, he was playing pretty good football. But the last two weeks has not been great from a Caleb Williams standpoint. I think the run game is going to be crucial. Kennedy Brooks versus Jalen Warren. Kennedy, Kennedy Brooks has 162 attempts. For 972 yards, 10 touchdowns, and he's averaging 6 yards per carry. While Jalen Warren has 220 attempts, 1,078 yards, 10 touchdowns, and is averaging 4.9 yards per attempt. I think Jalen Warren is the better running back. It's going to, again, depend on the offensive line to open those holes for him. And we'll see how uh, the defense on both sides of the rushing defense fare against each running back. Oklahoma State has the fourth-ranked rushing defense. Meanwhile, OU's rushing defense has been hit or miss. They've played pretty well. They just held Brees Hall to under 100 yards. That's exactly what you want to do to a team, to a guy like Brees Hall. So they can certainly show up and do their job. I do think Jalen Warren has a tendency to bounce off running backs. He's kind of that pinball kind of running back. We've seen him do it get yards after contact over and over again, and OU has had a problem wrapping up on tackles. So I do like that for Jalen Warren. Uh, Scorned Malcolm Rodriguez, our man, our linebacker, everybody's favorite linebacker in college football, of course, did not get the nod for the finalists of the Butkus Award. I would not want to line up against a angry Malcolm Rodriguez, and I think he's going to get the pleasure of stopping Kennedy Brooks this week in that linebacker position. 
Brock Martin and Colin Oliver need to show up and have some of their best games. They've been playing lights out football. Of course, Colin Oliver leads the Oklahoma State Cowboys in sacks this season. A true freshman. I'm very excited to see what his future holds. But I think those two getting to Caleb Williams is going to be crucial. And Caleb Williams has had a problem with holding on to the ball. So I'm hopeful that they can get to him and really record some sacks this weekend. Win the turnover battle. That's always a key in any game you head into. OU fans love to point out Spencer Sanders' turnover issues. He's had one interception in the last five games. Williams has had three in the last two, so do not be deceived by this notion that Spencer Sanders is a turnover king. He has been playing much better, smarter football as of late. I think if we win that turnover battle, it bodes very well to the final result. Another battle we need to win, the penalty battle. Play a clean game. OU has one less penalty than us. We're 8th and ninth in the Big 12, respectively. I think if we play a clean game, it's also going to bode well to the final score. Not giving an OU offense that's already very potent any extra yards from silly penalties is going to be huge. Control the clock. We have played that style of play all season. OU can't beat you on offense if they don't have the ball, and I think that's going to play into Mike Gundy's game plan. So if we get a little frustrated with a run game, as long as we're controlling the clock, that's fine with me. Oklahoma State has the third most time of possession in Big 12, while OU has the eighth most time of possession in the Big 12. So I I think making sure that we have the football so that OU's offense cannot even see the field is going to be huge in coming away with this win. I think our defense is capable of that. I think as long as the offensive line is healthy, they are capable of making that run game work and making Spencer Spencer Sanders work. So lots of things, lots of keys to this win, but I think it all starts with Mike Gundy versus Lincoln Riley. Mike Gundy has to get it out of his head that this is some rivalry with them, some issue, some whatever it is. Psychologically, he has to get past that, play well. Do not think about what comes the week after or the week after that. Worry about this game, come into this game with a full headspace, and I think the Cowboys come away with a win. Coming up, my favorite my favorite part of the week, it's time for some Bedlam predictions. But first, Bet Online got a makeover with a whole new look to start the basketball season but it's still the number one place for all your football and basketball action this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Basketball, baseball, football, football coaching staffs. Head to the new website or mobile app and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. One more word from one of our sponsors, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors, ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box, where you get two of each of the flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It also looks like a candy bar. They are coated in chocolate. 
Again, head over to Build.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Prediction time, my favorite time of the week. We love doing predictions. I like to guess what is going to happen in games and then go back and grade myself. Sometimes I share the results, sometimes I don't because that's how my schedule works. But starting first with Spencer Sanders, who I think has a good game. I've already said I think the Sooners will put the game in Spencer Sanders' hands and really load the box up front against our running game. I'm hoping that Danny Godlewski is back for the starting center gig. I think that will make a huge difference in the offense that we've seen as of late versus the offense that we saw against Texas Tech. So give me 60% plus completion percentage, two passing touchdowns and one on the ground for Spencer Sanders. I think he's been making really good decisions lately and he continues to make them against OU this week. Like I said, I presume that the offensive line will be healthy. It sounded like we were going to keep Josh Sills out just for safety's sake before the Bedlam game. And I'm hoping that Danny Godlewski was kind of the same situation. So hopefully both of them will be back at a full capacity and ready to play this game, as well as Brennan Presley, who only saw punt return play some last week. I think if he's back fully healthy, that will benefit Spencer Sanders as well. Plus, he's a threat on his feet, and OU knows that. So they're going to have to play back a little bit on him because he has... Uh, the ability to pull the ball down and go get a first down with his feet. So they'll have to play back a little bit. I think that'll really benefit him and the time he has to throw the ball on Saturday. So give me Spencer Sanders with a 60% plus completion, completion percentage, two passing touchdowns, and one on the ground on Saturday against OU. I've already talked about this, the offensive line, but I think Oklahoma State's pass rush gets five plus sacks on OU on Saturday OU's offensive line isn't the same of the past. We're very used to OU having a very stout brick wall kind of offensive line, and that's not what they're touting this season. And we have a pass rush that's one of the best in the nation. They have the most sacks in college football. Brock Martin, Colin Oliver, and company will prove to be too much against Caleb Williams. He's young. He's still learning. Even though he's played a couple more games than some of the other young quarterbacks that we've seen, I think his decision-making is still kind of taking form. And he's been, especially in the last two games, holding on to the ball too long before making a decision. And I think that the offensive, the sorry, that the Oklahoma State pass rush will prove to be too much for the OU offensive line and for Caleb Williams. I know he's got the ability to run as well, but then you've got guys like Malcolm Rodriguez waiting kind of in the backfield for him. So I I, I do think we get home on Caleb Williams quite a few times on Saturday, but I'll go with five and, and say if it's five or more, then that gives me the win in this category. Last up, OU focuses on putting the game in Spencer Sanders' hands. I've said that several times doing all they can to take away from Jalen Warren, who I still thinks, think gets triple-digit yards based on his skill set alone. I've talked about this. Oklahoma has difficulty wrapping up on a tackle, so I think he'll do a fantastic job breaking some of those tackles and getting some yards that way. Brennan Presley will hopefully be back at full health, causing issues in the slot. You have to pay attention to Brennan Presley if he's on the field. He can do so many different things. So the defense has to pay attention when he's out there. And for that reason, 
Tay Martin has a bounce-back game after his drops from last week. He still played a fantastic game last week, 130 yards, seven catches. Even with the drops, could have had a bigger game. I think this week he scrubs that issue clean. 150-plus yards and at least one of two of the Spencer Sanders passing touchdowns. I just think Tay Martin has a big game. We've seen him bounce back after a bad dropping game. We've seen what he does uh, to respond to that, and I think he does that this week. He's not happy with himself after those drops. You know he's not, and he will do everything he can to compensate for that. And even when he misses a few, he produces. So even if he has a couple drops, I still think 150-plus yards and at least one touchdown is a very fair margin for Tay Martin. OU just beats out Texas Tech for the worst passing defense in the Big 12. So even if they put the ball into Spencer Sanders' hands for the game, even if they make him pass to win this Bedlam matchup, I think Spencer Sanders is capable of doing that. I trust that he's able to do that, especially after several weeks, consistently showing that he's made improvements to his decision-making. You know, one game, if it if it had been one game and some fluke, that would be an issue. But I think he's shown over the last several five, four or five weeks that he's shown some consistency in his decision-making. He's playing much better football than we've ever seen him play and just at the right time. So I'm very excited for this matchup. I'm very nervous, but I'm very excited. I think Oklahoma State pulls it pulls it out. Of course I do. I'm not going to ever go into any matchup thinking otherwise, as I assume most other Oklahoma State fans feel. We'll see how we're feeling on Monday. Hopefully we're celebrating a victory. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can follow me at, on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all on Monday. Go Pokes!